You're listening to Connect, Connect Africa. Made in Africa, one voice, one Africa man. And we are joined right now. He is here, Nduduzi uh, Makatini. Uh, he's a jazz and a jazz artist, and he's also a pianist, a teacher. Uh, that's what they say. I mean, like he's wearing a lot of ground. A composer, pianist, a teacher, a philanthropist, everything in one. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you doing? I am fantastic. I'm having a great time. And uh, how have you been, man? Uh, we've had you uh, uh, like a once or twice on this show on Trans Africa Radio, but not on my show. And um, I just want to know how you're doing amidst this lockdown before we get into the interview. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, um, being in this moment, there is a lot that we can think about. Um, they, you know, what I've been feeling quite strongly is that there is a kind of like, you know, two two sort of fields of existence that I'm experiencing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you feel that you're safe when you're inside your home, but the minute you step out, you realize that they, they, these other parallel sort of yeah. realities that are constantly taking place. So for me, it's, it's really been like, you know, uh, learning to live in the world in a different way, but also just thinking about like you know what what sort of change is necessary for human beings to to sort of adapt and 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 what the new world look, looks like you know what what the the post covid-19 moment looks like but also thinking through sound you know now as artists we are unable to gather and play in big groups with audiences so i'm trying to think about what that means for our sound as well you know how how will this, you know, impact on our sound in, in both negative and positive ways and and what would be the results? So 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 you know, I'm just spending a lot of time at home. Yeah. I'm still teaching from home, you know, doing the whole online thing, which is so, so hectic, you know, with the you know the the integration of online and and you know, uh, funny enough, I was watching one of the classes where my, my wife was teaching because we worked together. Yeah. And so then, then one of the kids, they, they just start crying because, you know, they just don't feel connected to her as, as a lecturer. And, and, and what she, she, she tells me later is that, like, you know, that the human connection is so deep, especially with the teaching that she does at primary school where the kids rely so much on getting those hugs and getting that human connection. So I think, you know, those are really some of the things I'm thinking about. Like, you know, what does it mean to live uh, as human beings in a way that, you know, we've never imagined ourselves living in? So, and this idea of adapting, but what is lost in the process of adapting? What is gained? What is the new world? What is the new projection? Yeah, I understand that. And I was going to ask because music is different. So I, I, I teach English part-time for my students. And it's it's easier with language where, you know what I mean, you can just do sure. a spelling game or you can make them read. But with music, interaction is important. Um, and that's what we want. I, you know, I want to touch the piano. I want you to teach me how to play the piano and what chord and yeah, what is definitely. this. Definitely. So yeah. how, would you yeah. consider doing this online thing in the long run, for the long run? teaching online rather well the, you know i'm definitely up for the idea of wireless connections <laughs> you, you know like my previous record has been like really exploring the idea of what i call 
um, well, my recent record, but it's something that I started exploring in 2015. But the idea mm. of ritual technology, as I as I posed uh, the idea, so the argument is really suggesting that technology is not necessarily a new idea. And yeah. and and um, for the longest time, telepathy, the sangomas, you know. All of these people, in a traditional sense, have been working with wireless connections and, yeah. and connectivities to paradigms or, or existence otherwise unseen. So that is an idea. We have always thought of it as something that has been on the edges, you know, and we had our own reality right at the center of our reality of contact, you know, like we yeah. need to touch, we need to feel, you know, so... But I think I'm I'm really for the idea of what lives in between these two worlds as like the future, you know. So, <laughs> you know, it will still be important for human beings to have contact. But I'm I'm really interested in what will be produced by this moment as a new hybridity that human beings will have to consider as a way of being. I like that. I like that. Talking about being a teacher, I mean, you've got a, an extensive uh, uh, catalog. Your discography is like it's it's just it's big. It's since two thousand you've been here. I mean, that's like about twenty years, if I'm not mistaken. Twenty Max. years, now, for sure. <laughs> you know, Messi and Shapa on air, but I think it's twenty years. <laughs> and um, with such like a, an extensive cat, uh, catalog. Do you is is are you yeah. teaching because there is a need for it? Uh, you need to teach, or is yeah. just you teach out of the love of it? Because I feel like you've been established yeah. and you don't have to teach. Yeah, so it's it's a, it's a very important question, and mm. there is a, a, a very special way that teaching has always hung out with being a performer for me yeah. since the beginning. Yeah. So the idea is that of of a cycle that if you are absorbing so much as an artist, there's also a need to <clears throat> sort of <clears throat> reverse that energy and channel it back to, to the ones that are coming. Mm -hmm. So I think in retrospect, now I've never thought about what you're saying, <laughs> but I realized that like since I graduated with my first degree in, in, in uh, 2000 and was it 2004 or somewhere there. 16 years ago. I wow. already... I already started teaching at Central Johannesburg College and a couple of years later I was teaching at VETS and now um, I'm at Forte, I'm studying at Stellenbosch. So they, I think I think there is a need for the artistic um, aspects yeah. of, of the academia to make their way into the space, not just as an, as an alternative or as an option, but... Mm towards creating new frames of how do we create a generation that thinks through sound, a generation that doesn't only think about music, but that thinks through music as a frame, as a methodological tool, True. you know, yeah. and, and a generation that will create new theories of how people could engage sound that are informed with a very strong sort of um, epimistic sort of standpoint in, in an African cosmology. So I think because of that passion, then I, I you know, sort of gave myself in, donated yes. myself <laughs> to, uh, to sort of like be part of that research, be part of the 
the construction of those texts, you know, to yeah. to be involved as 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 a um, as a as a as a medium into how we start writing in this kind of way, mm-hmm. we start thinking in this kind of way, and 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 looking at the impacts of sound. Therefore, when people are emerging from a very uh, clear uh, cultural and traditional cosmological standpoint so i think that passion makes me split my life in this kind of way and 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 i must say that it's tiring because sometimes yeah. i'll be on, on tour with a different like i'll be in the u.s with a different time zone and so i go do a gig in the u.s maybe at 10 in the evening but um you know a couple of hours later i sleep for like two hours the, my class here at Forte, I have to catch that class on Skype, and and I'm not gonna change this, the time for the students here. True, you know, so I would have to then, you know, be teaching, and you know, so so living two lives, if I may, you know, is quite a is quite an intense thing, but a, a a quite common hybrid now, especially in Europe and in the US, all the musicians are teaching, but of course, people are teaching for different reasons, like you are asking, you know. But for me, I think it's more about like what else can we bring beyond us sitting at the piano and performing for audiences? What sort of cultures can we um, partake in creating and what sort of legacies and, you know, um, theories that we can contribute towards mm. cultivating? And what do you think is better? I mean, um, when I was doing English, uh, it, it's I, when you teach English, it, it becomes easier as a, being a student and being a teacher. So, w- what do you think is easier to to have a teacher who is in the music industry, um, or to have a teacher who just studied music to teach you? Because I think it's different. Yeah. The, the passion for me is different, and how I see them teaching also becomes very different. No, for sure. Yeah, that's why, like you know, like I'm really thinking about a kind of hybridism here, because. Um, someone who is just a product of the system and by system I mean the university and yeah. taught music through university and has not interacted with with the industry um, could n- can never be a good reference for the student <laughs> you know <laughs> without really sounding political but yeah. I, I think um, it's important for lecturers to know the industry that they are leading these, uh, students and these graduates towards so but at the same time an artist that does not consider um, the sort of pedagogical tools and 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 things of how how do people think about knowledge production and dissemination and by that I don't mean like imagine from a standpoint of the academia but I'm just saying teaching as a practice yeah so we must also acknowledge that you know, th- there is an art to, to teaching as well. You know, being able to uh, to unpack knowledge is not always easy. As much as we present this knowledge when we play, but it's not always easy to, like, instantly translate that to the next person. So, so that's why there's something for musicians in the industry to learn from 
uh, being in an academic space in the same way that there is a lot more for people in academic spaces <laughs> to learn from the industry. Yeah, <laughs> I know. All right, before yeah. we go on the break, I just want to ask you one more question. Why the choice of instrument? Why the piano? I mean, there's, there's the saxophone, there's, there's the cello, there's the violin. Why the, saxophone, why the piano? Why was the piano the, the instrument yeah. of your choice? So the thing about that is, you know, um, it was more a thing of gravity. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the pulling, you know. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that pulling that you, you do not have a language for. And, and, and I'm saying that because my mom played the piano, of course. Okay. Um, my dad played the guitar. Trans Africa Radio. One voice, one Africa. Trans Africa Radio, made in Africa. Yeah, and and that was you know sort of mm. orientation for me. I was like, okay, I want to be like my father. You know, I'm gonna play the guitar. You know, so there was like just like a, a leaning of <laughs> you know me trying to figure out this definition of being Obaba or being a man. It's like so so if you're man, then you must play a guitar or whatever. Mm. You know, all of these images that we have as young people growing up. And, but there was this pulling. I remember the other time I saw my mom play and I got fascinated by just the, the, feet, the movement of her fingers on the board, but also just the combination of the black and white keys for me was just like at a visual, at a visual level was just so fascinating. And well, then obviously, I, I, like I say, the pulling of gravity, you know, made me a pianist. But in retrospect, I realized that in connection with this idea of divination, which I've been exploring as a sangoma, who's a jazz musician as well, yeah. I've been thinking quite strongly about like the, the 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 board, the piano as as a representation of the throwing of the bones or the divination. So these are new definitions that I'm constructing for myself to create even a deeper connection with the instrument and you know the ivories and the symbolism of the ivories within yeah. my culture you know when they say when i went jovo it's the greatest respect they could give you um so using those ivories as a way of divining for me there's a lot of symbolism there so i find myself having a deeper understanding of why the piano much later but at first pure gravity you know i was just pulled by something some forces <laughs> <laughs> some forces i love that unfortunately i chose the guitar and i've been loving it <laughs> since then i, I get it <laughs> that's why i'm hurt that she chose the piano i'm hurt i'm hurt <laughs> oh no man <laughs> i'm just hurt well maybe later maybe later in my life you know the thing is i'm very slow with learning instruments yeah. so I, I have to be honest to myself some people can play several instruments easily. True. But we'll, you know, we'll yeah. keep your eye. We'll, I'll keep my eye on you with the guitar situations. Because... <laughs> no. Pressure. Pressure. Pre a lot. A lot. I am actually giving you a lot. <laughs> we're going to go on a break and I'm going to play a song from Wudududuzi and then we're going to come back and talk about the Standardback Music Festival. And also, I want to know all about his traditional influence in his music. Uh, I read somewhere that he uses that influence in his music. And I, I do love it because I find it very healing and soulful. Um, here's Mdudu Zoma Katini with There's another church up the road Hallelujah Hallelujah 
some Duduzo Makatini with There as another church up the road right there. Um, we are chilling with um, Duduzo Makatini. Um, he's a jazz a musician, he's a pianist, a composer, a teacher, and all things nice. He's an overachiever, actually. Like, I don't like these kind of people. They're like, overachievers, and Jay, making us feel like we're not doing anything <laughs> with our lives. Anyway, we're having an interview with him, and he has the. Um, before we get into the Standard Bank Live Festival, I just want to get more information about your your your, your spirituality within your music. I, I was watching one of your YouTube videos yeah. where you said you incorporate the sounds of water or the nature of water in your in your music, and because you find it very healing, was that a conscious decision yeah. or was it a you know I'm a spiritual healer? There's nothing I can do because I'm black. I cannot run away from it. And instead of running away from it, I'm going to take this and I take my music and I'm going to mix it all together because it does work. You know what I mean? It does incorporate very well. Yeah. So, um, I think, you know, like the stuff that we're discussing earlier on about yeah. like how cosmology could be, should be at least very central in, in our conversations. So, so the idea of what I emerged from that standpoint. So there are various narratives about how, um, the world came about in an African context and there's are beautiful stories, you know, and, and for many years, these stories have been dismissed as mere sort of superstition and stuff, you know, you know, but, but I find so much beauty and this water as a symbol has been like, you know, sort of referenced quite a lot, um, through, for instance, in, in my culture, we have Unom Kubulwane. Unom Kubulwane is the rain goddess. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so it's believed that when there's a drought, uh, people would go up to the field, up to the mountains, next to the river banks, and start chanting the name of Nomkubulwane. And soon it will start raining, you know. So mm-hmm. there is a way in which there is no separation in an African context mm. between sound, healing, rituals, you know, the drum, dance, you know, like there's a kind of um, totality that is embedded and it's demonstrated even at a, you know, um, at a, a language level, you know. If if you think about the etymology of a word like ngoma. Mm-hmm. So ngoma is one word that m- means sound, uh Music, it means dance, it means healing, it means rituals, it means uh, divination, all at once. And, and, and if we go back to these words, I think we're, we, 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 we're in a better position to derive context for some of the things that we try and do. So then to bring it closer to the context of, of this idea of water as, as, as healing, when I was young, my grandmother, Alfina, from my mother's side, was was a healer, and um, he came from the Zionist church. Yeah, you know, and and she used to heal people in front of my eyes just using pure water, pure pure water, and prayer. So I come in a space where this practice was quite common, and um, in this modernity, well, I don't like using that word. It presents mm. so many problems, but but in 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 this modern world we find ourselves not having a, a way to vocalize our, our upbringing, to vocalize our, 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 the teachings that we absorbed when we were young. So one of the things that I was given to me as part of the gift was that 
of water and also at a scientific level water is able to record memory as well you know this has been scientifically proven so the idea was i think in 2015 was that people when they come to my performances they could bring water bottles like steel water yeah and they put it on front of the stage and and because of the pureness of the energy that we, we channel on the bandstand and this connectedness to other paradigms where healing is cited in any way so it was believed that these water bottles would carry this healing there is one story of a a um, someone who used to come to my performances and and their child had serious problems with eczema and and she brought this you know water bottle and she yeah. inboxed saying that you know she poured some of the water and and the child was healed and they never suffered from eczema again and we're not claiming to be healing people yeah the music travels to a place where healing is part of the language anyway so that's the really the connection obviously soon i had to stop people from bringing these water <laughs> bottles because people were saying oh wow this is a cult and, and all of that you know we are yeah. very quick with uh you know saying such things when people practice things that are originally from the continent Natural. And what I said was, well, who cares? Bring your bottle, keep it in your bag. We don't have to know. And if you get healed, don't tell me. I don't have to know. That's it. I'm doing the work. You You're know? doing the work. <laughs> You're doing the Lord's so work. I, I, think people are, <laughs> I think people are still carrying those water bottles to gig. <laughs> so people can put water in front of the screen this evening when I perform for the Standard Bank. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll, I'll, we'll definitely do that. We'll definitely do that. The healing powers, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know if it's a state of mind or you actually, maybe do have some healing power. You, you might just be. <laughs> Talking about the Standard yeah, Bank no. thing. Um, are you are you kind of sad? Because Standard Bank has been supporting the arts for over 40 years right now. And they usually have the Gramstown um, Arts Festival, Music and Arts Festival for a week. And I'm guessing it's not going to happen because of the COVID-19. Um, I know you're performing live, but are you sad that you don't, you can't perform physically for your fans and for your people? Yeah, I mean, firstly with Standard Bank, you know, um, these guys have been doing such incredible work yeah. in in in, um, in in making sure that the 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 arts sector is is alive in a deep way. Actually, yeah, you know, they have deep. these two major events. Two major events: the Joe of Jazz, the Gramstown Jazz Festival. Yeah. But over and above that, they 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 put out this award every single year for um, young artist of the year, not just for jazz, but also just for all different art disciplines for dance, you know, for drama, yeah. you know. So, um, you know, I wouldn't say that I'm sad about performing from home, but I think. It's all thanks to Standard Bank for innovative ways because they realized that there was a need for sound, there was a need for healing, there was a need for music, and there was a need for musicians to stay alive too, you know. Yeah. So I think this is really a great initiative. And I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if the, the Grand Sound Festival happens online this year mm. because they've not, they've not said it's cancelled yet. So, so I think they're trying to figure out a way of how they could uh, present this festival online. Already, we've been doing a lot of stuff um, 
you know, with with our you know our colleagues in the U.S. doing yeah. stuff online, colleagues in in Europe and everywhere around the world. So I think I think the song should keep playing, you know, so people are figuring out alternatives. I like that part of that transition. You yeah, know. and and um, yeah. how how have you been preparing? And how many how are you? How many minutes? How is it an hour that you're performing? And where can we catch for your live evening? stream? Yeah, for this evening. I mean, it's a Twitter, it's a yeah. Facebook, is it on the website? There's a lot of streams. Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of it is in the ancestry realm, so yeah. we can cite from there for sure. <laughs> but some of it, some of it will be visual on the social platforms. Yeah. So it will be at Standard Bank Arts. Uh, that's your Facebook, uh-huh. and it will be also on SBSA, which is Standard Bank South Africa, okay. or Standard Bank. Well, so, yes, yeah, Standard Bank South Africa on YouTube. And, um, yeah, and I think there will be a feed as well on my pages. So mm-hmm. my Facebook page, if people are not already following, it's at Duduzo Makatini Music. My Instagram is at Duduzo Makatini. And my Twitter is at Duduzo underscore M. So definitely between all of these platforms, you should definitely find a way to to come to 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 our study room here at home (laughs) so everyone is welcome we've prepared enough space for all of you guys to to sit around here you know, so enough social yeah, distancing. I'm looking forward. <laughs> <laughs> enough social distancing. <laughs> you heard the man um, Duduzo Makasini, as he said. He has too much space for us, and we'll be following around. I'm going to take a break, play a song by him, Kings of Kings, so you you get the feeling of what he's about. He's not just a healer it, through his music, but he's also a great pianist and a jazz musician. He's an overachiever, as I said. Hey, Duduzo, you're making us feel <laughs> less of man. <laughs> I'm Here is a Kings of Kings. (laughs) This is Trans Africa Radio. South Africa, this is your Victorian active blood moon. Active blue moon. Join me every weekday from two to five central Africans. I'm here on Trans Africa Radio on hashtag Connect Africa. Hashtag Connect Africa to the rest of the world, baby. Trans Africa Radio. Trans Africa. 